Hey, buddy, Marky, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great, man. It's me and you back in studio. Good to see you, pal. I was all by my lonesome last week. How did I do? Uh, you you were in the studio by yourself. Well, Brandon Gatz was with us. Well, then you weren't alone. Well, you know, one host. <laughs> I still got to drive. I was the here thing. too. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I th- yeah. I why don't you chirp in, Maury jerk? <laughs> Every time I do, you look at me like, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the, I heard most of the show and I thought it was really really good and I heard Brandon Gatz of course with uh, uh, Lancastle yeah and then you got our old band old old friend Boomer was yeah, on there it was great reconnecting with him um, what'd you think he, he sounded good his sounded life, really good his whole his attitude life. looks good you know sounds good he doesn't sound as cocky as he used to but Boomer he knows I love him and all that but good I was, for him I was glad that an S word slipped through yeah it, was, it yeah. made it feel right it wouldn't be uh you know a re Reunion with right. a couple. Of, I bring uh, up swears. the uh, the the Super Bowl deal all the time because I, I that was one of my favorite moments of the show. Well, getting that's a, a that's great story. A, a live call in from the game from Boomer yeah. who was clearly enjoying himself because he forgot for a minute that he was on the radio yeah. and yeah. just started talking like he was talking to his buddies. But oh, yeah. uh, that was good stuff. Uh, sometime at a different show. When it comes around Super Bowl time, remind us, and we'll have Boomer come back on and tell that story. We can that do was it again. a crazy story. It's a long story, but it's a wonderful story how how he and Nicole got that uh, those tickets. That's a that's an unbelievable. Why can't deal. that happen to me? You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, for, I just got a now. Listen, listen. Oh, if yeah. you uh, go ahead, go ahead, Mark. Oh no, uh, I just wanted to. Uh, say that my some of my family checked in, so I want to give them a shout out. Should I wait till shout outs, or should I just do that right now? Uh, you, you're in charge, man. I want to this give is your show. a shout out to my niece Katie, who's spending the week with us. She's from Prairie du Chien, Wisconsin, beautiful river town. And uh, my boys, Nick, Max, and Sam, they're all listening, and that's rare. So I want to say hello, boys. How old is your niece? She is thirteen. I just think turned thirteen. So I have not met her. I don't know if you've met Katie. I don't think so. We went on. Uh, I have a quiz for you as well. All right. Should I just go ahead and change? Yeah, you just change everything. You just do it. You just, why don't you continue with what you're talking about? I we'll we'll come I back to this. About. Well, I want to say I want to congr- congrats you with this young kid named Owen Owen Evans. Owen Evans. This yeah. kid's 16 years old. He was on the uh, Homegrown show with with Brandon the last hour, and his song "Running" that that he just released. Yeah. It's damn good. So good. And it's got a great classic country yeah. vibe to it. For a 16-year-old writing like smart, good music like that, I was really impressed. He's, yeah. he's got a way with words and, and a good sound, good voice, uh, a, a bright future for Owen Evans, for sure. So uh, thanks for uh, doing this, kid, coming in. Make sure you're humble and be a nice kid the rest of your life, if you would, all right? But uh, it's good stuff. Keep keep working at it. All right, why don't you – I have nothing oh, special. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. That's all right. Um, I have a quiz for you. All right. So I was out – with my niece and and my wife and the boys today we were tubing on big marine lake it was very busy because it's so hot and um i will buy you drinks tonight if you can name this part of a boat you already owe me something from a last the that, last bit what what i, I can't even t- mention what it is on the air okay. remember that do you know in an, an outboard motor right picture an outboard motor mm-hmm. picturing the propeller mm-hmm. That metal piece that sticks down below the propeller to protect from rocks and stuff. Right. What is the name of that? The bottom. That's close, but no, it's not. Uh, you get three The guesses. transom. No. Transom is where the motor connects to the boat. Uh, the stern mate. The stern mate. <laughs> Sounds like something you would invent to uh, <laughs> hook up a boat. Well, I think I saw that in Red Green one time. I think, but I have no idea. Why does, <laughs> um, it, have, why does it have a name? Because people can break it off. Oh, okay. It's called a skeg. S K E G. Yeah. 
I did not know that. I had to look it up because I busted off my skeg today. <laughs> I was trolling in between. Um, I was pulling a tube, actually. We were trying to get into the main part of the lake going through a channel. There's buoys everywhere. I was way far away from the buoys. I was in like five, six feet of water. So I'm like, okay, I'm going five, ten miles an hour. I'm not throttling it up. I'm yeah. taking it easy somewhat. Bam! I hit something very hard. Busted off the skeg. I had to look that up before the show. So could you run your motor without yeah, the skeg? It didn't seem like anything was that affected. Um, it probably affects steering a little bit. And uh, so I looked up skeg repair, and and so I have to go get that fixed. Is it a piece that is, is, that is screwed right on? There's no mechanical stuff, no wiring now, in it? If you were smart, you would have a separate skeg piece that you can unbolt and yeah. just put a new one on when yeah. it gets busted. But do they do that? No. Of course not. No. It's the whole lower unit is oh. connected. So um, I did find a place. I talked to Corey. He's got a guy. I'm going to price it out there. There's also a place that you can just bring your whole boat in and they'll weld it. I mean, you can weld it or you can put like plates on, screw them. I will, of course, do the cheapest thing possible. Yeah, I'd, I'd weld it. But yeah, um, yeah so I, yeah, I, I, I busted a, a skeg. That's going to cost about... Probably three hundred bucks, oh, two fifty, three hundred bucks. All yeah. of that, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing. Well, well, that's you learned something, didn't you? Yeah, I okay. learned what a skeg was and not yeah. to break it off. Yeah, I'll tell ride. you, I did a couple of different things. We, but this is Strewman, Steve Strasinski, Mark Lukey, and Brandon and the Four Outdoorsmen, and we eventually BS the first part of the show, and we don't talk about the outdoors at all. So this is not going to be out about the outdoors. I bought that new trick, new new truck, the 1996. Mm-hmm. She's, a Butte, she's, she's, she's a Butte Clark. She's 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 a Butte Clark. And there's no clock in it. It's got three ashtrays yeah. and three lighters, but no, no clock in this thing. So I, I went to Walmart and got myself a little battery-operated clock. Uh-huh. It's only five or six bucks, whatever. It's maybe three inches by two inches, whatever, something like that. I had a perfect spot for it. And no matter what I did, I couldn't, I couldn't get those numbers to go. You know, the clock comes. It's set for 12 o'clock, yeah. whatever it's set for. Big, bright letters on the clock. Brandon, are you listening to this as well? All right, he is. All right. I'm Polish. I'm a left-handed Polak from the east side of St. Paul. No matter what I did, I followed the directions. This is not hard. We've all done this. Mm-hmm. Set time and all that. I thought maybe this is just bad. I replaced batteries. Didn't work. I brought new batteries with me to Walmart. I took another clock off the shelf before I went and returned this one. I took it out of the box, put the new batteries in, and it still didn't work. No matter what I did, I, those numbers, that clock number to time would not change at all. It took me that long to realize that the 12 o'clock... Was a sticker? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sticker on the front of the clock that says 12 o'clock. And I thought, you got to be kidding me. I was, oh, my Lord. I'm glad I didn't bring it back and say, this piece of crap doesn't work. you know. And it was a sticker. But perfectly situated on the clock, though. 12 o'clock. And they and- look real. Yeah, it looks like the digital read of your clock or whatever. That's yeah. like uh, you buy oh, a new my Lord. Uh, fish finder, you know, Garmin, and you, you set it up. You're going out, and you're like, there's fish everywhere. I got a giant. <laughs> it's on demo <laughs> mode. It's on demo mode. So, uh, oh, yeah. that's funny. That's so, funny. Um, did you know I'm not going to be here next Sunday? Yeah, but do you know I'm not going to be here uh, August 5th? August 5th? Okay, I will be here for that. We're not going to see each other for three weeks because I'm gone the week after that. You're going to Canada, right? We also yeah. got to talk about the fair, boys. Oh, yeah. We get, we're get we doing the fair for sure. So next Sunday, I'll be driving up to Ontario. Uh, Wiley Point Wilderness Lodge is uh, my destination. Driving up Sunday, going to fish for three days and then come back. So I'm going to have someone from Wiley on probably after that to talk about the trip. But um, the great thing about this trip 
we're going with Travis Frank, Bill Shirk. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ron okay. Shera, Scott Franson, who's the owner and a great fisherman. So it's basically guided for me. Absolutely. I thought you were going to talk. I thought you were talking about our first guest tonight. Yeah, and so then I'll be home the next Sunday, and then the eighth I leave for Long Legged North Lake Lodge. We're gonna have Jerry Woolison on next to talk about it. I yeah. don't. I don't know anything about the place. My dad went there ten or so years ago and decided we want to try something that wasn't a fly-in. Uh, my dad's getting a little bit older, and I also didn't want to cook three meals a day for a week. So yeah. this place has meals, and he's caught fish there, so we booked that. So we'll learn all about Long-Legged North Lake Lodge. That's hard to say. Long-Legged North Lake Lodge in our first break. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. I'm excited for you. I will blow through all my vacation uh, in the following month because I just got back from Bemidji, but you know, if you're going to do it, summer's the time to do it. August 5th, my pretty wife and I and my daughter-in-law Erica and my granddaughter Parker are going to go see Mick Sterling and the Stud Brothers at uh, Shorewood, which used to be the old right on Highway 65. Uh, did it used to be Crooners? No, it's Crooners now. used to be okay. Shorewood, yeah. And that's something... Uh, so that's like set. in Blaine. That's not too far away. Fridley. It's on Highway 65. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Real I close remember by. driving by that and thinking yeah. of you. Yeah. Being like, I bet Strew likes a place called Crooners. Oh, you bet I do. Because you know, they always did you play yeah. there Friday nights I in come the 70s? Up, yeah. I, I did, yeah. At the 3 a.m. show. That's about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, my highlight of the week, I think, uh, was um, my buddy Al Mangine came into town for a week. Yeah. My the guy kidney. that you gave part of your body to? I gave part of my kidney to, and he was... Yeah, it's funny how does this... Does he owe you dinner? No, he doesn't. And it's, 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 he does, but it's not going to happen. But what's funny about it is that now... Um, I think I lost a dollar to him. I forget what it was, and we're with all of our buddies. It's hey, 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 where's my dollar? And someone says, "Man, he gave you a kidney." <laughs> what's the what's yeah. other kind of crap? You prepped for two years yeah, to do it. Yeah, for one, yeah, I did. You so. gave up gluten for two years. Yeah, that was hard. No kidding, it was yeah. hard watching you. <laughs> and it was annoying every place we went. You had to ask if it was gluten free. If you had to, well, I had to go gluten free for about two years before I donated the kidney. I, I, no, you, you tone it down after a while. I'm not going to yeah. do it like a, I'm not going to be anal about it. They wanted me to literally take the breadboard and mark my, my initial on one side <laughs> of the breadboard and Diana's initial on the other side. So our bread and foods were not touching the same breadboard. That's that's very anal about That's gluten. That's a tough gig. You got some shout outs right now? You want to do them right now? I got a couple. We can blow through them real fast. Only two of them. If you want to get on later in the show. Go to the Four Outdoorsmen Facebook page and comment on it. First one is from Twin Cities Walls Unlimited. Hope everyone has a great week. Stay cool and safe. It's going to be like 100 degrees, so it's going to be a brutal, brutal week. And my buddy Jim Dickerman says, outfished again. Looks like a picture. Oliver has a nice northern there. So good job, Oliver. My friend Jim bought a new Lund um, this spring, and... The guy likes fishing. He's out just about every day. I feel bad. He's always like, go fishing with me. Go fishing with me. And it's like, uh, I got baseball or I have this or that. I, I need to go on his new boat. Diana and I had something to do. Uh, no, we went to church. This was Saturday. We went to church. And uh, just before we went to church, the wind started kicking up here. And in uh, a couple hours after we got back home, our neighbor sent me photographs of straight line winds in Chatek, Wisconsin again. Yeah. And, and our yard is destroyed. Man. And a huge tree came down, the top half of a tree. One of my neighbors said it was probably 16 to 18 inches in diameter. And again, nothing got hit, but our yard is destroyed. You've gotten lucky a few times. Yeah. Even that tornado when went through there, you had trees down, you didn't, it didn't hit your house nothing. either. We've, we've had it's like three. a halo. It's like an angel is protecting your yeah. house. Hey, it's Brandon. 
Misky's buddy. He, yeah, just step out of the way, get man. Get out of the way. <laughs> just get out of the way of the tornado. It's easy. If I was your insurance guy, I would probably raise the premium because anytime there's a storm, you have very large trees. It's coming. Yeah, they're all, all those pine trees are coming down, pal. But <laughs> So uh, I got a big busy week now. Tomorrow I'm going to go up to the cabin and spend uh, Monday, Tuesday there and start doing the cleanup. Wednesday got the twins, go back Thursday and Friday and uh, just see what happens here. So pray to God I don't get hurt because I'm not very good with chainsaws. Um, yes, yes. I hope you don't get hurt. You have a lot of good stories about, uh, almost dying from getting hit by trees and whatnot. Knocked myself out one time. Hey, tell, now you talked about Big Marine you went, right? Yeah, Big uh, Marine. Did you catch fish? Didn't fish at all. Oh, really? We took, uh, the tube and we took the aqua lily pad and four kids that were ready to jump around. And so we just, we just went around the lake. We went into the first, um, they have like a state park. You can launch a boat. It was completely full. So then we went around to the north end. There's another... There's another launch there, and we got in right away. Luckily, we were in between uh, right noon, so like all the fishermen are out early, all the boaters are coming out later. So we just hit a perfect spot where we had a parking spot, and then um, as we left, there was about a mile and a half of cars down the road parking trailers. Wow! So we just timed it perfectly, I guess. But I should yeah. give you I should give you my part my my handicap sticker from when I had my knee yes. replaced. Yeah. April and I talked about that. There's two handicap spots in every boat launch. And of course, that's the law. But how many people can a handicapped person can launch a boat by themselves? Rarely, I suppose. Yeah. Rarely, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to complain about that because I can. Hey, we, do we have any plans for uh, Game Fair? Uh, no, I'm going to be gone one of the weeks of Game Fair. I'm sure I'll be back the second week of Game Fair. There's a lot coming up. Brandon said we got to talk about the State Fair show. Every year we do two live shows at the State Fair. It's my favorite shows to do. I, I love doing the shows at the State Fair. I feel a little more pressure when there's people actually walking by, but um, it always turns out great. We always have great guests, and I'm sure we'll have a great lineup for you. And come down this year. If you're a listener, if you're a regular listener, someone that checks in all the time and uh, does shout-out, and you're planning on going to the State Fair, go on Sunday. Come see us. Come talk to us. We'll bring you up on stage. It's it's just a great event. Sundays are are not as crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, now, Labor Day weekend is a little bit crazy on Sunday, but the other Sunday, it's always it's always a good time. It's always in the evening. It's cool. It's Come down and say hi. You know, it might be kind of fun to do exactly what you were talking about because we usually have superstar people, those kind of things, you know, DNR and fishing pros and whatnot. I think we should have some of our guests, some of our listeners who who would like who can tell a story like like yeah. Will Goebel. Have someone like sure. that come on and tell stories and all about their life and all that kind of stuff as well. You can do whatever fun. you want as long as you can line up some more maple syrup. That syrup that <laughs> you gave me last year, I, I loved that That's syrup. That's the Sather family. S-A-T-H-R-E. That must have been a while ago. Was that a couple years ago? You you didn't get any. I gave it all to Brandon and I got it. I've bought, that was my, that's been my Christmas presents for like five years in a row. I just buy everyone's syrup and they love it. But it's better than the stuff you get at like the supermarket you know oh, definitely. like it's a way different ball game the sailor family is down in um, in adams minnesota and they they call their maple syrup sap it's s-a-p-t-h-r-e is i guess a plan word. i don't know what it's called but anyway and i've had it and uh, i've bought some and had some and and uh, they're huge very successful i'll make sure you get some thank you for the state fair and I'm going to re- I'm going to send them a copy of, of whatever you just said. Do it absolutely. All right, all right. So good. All right, do that. Are you ready for a break, buddy? What's going on here? We got a little bit of time. We got do three we? minutes, right? All right. Um, also, um, by the way, Al and I totally we went golfing, right? Mm-hmm. I get worse all the time. You getting older? Well, yeah, but should 
Should you I, got a bum wings. I got to start playing from the red tees or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. We better get some golf in together this this year. Oh, you talk about it all the time. Why don't you set it up and just give me a call? Yeah. See, you need to bring in like a friend that owns a business so I can golf during the day and just say it's a client trip. How's that sound? Why don't you lie like most taxpayers? Oh, I, I can't lie. Oh. That's against the rules, man. Are you doing any fishing planned prior to uh, to your big trip coming up? Well, my skeg is busted. I'm sure I can still go out, but um, it's going to be so hot this week. I, I might go out once or twice. Uh, I ran into my buddy Eric at church, and, and he said he found a crappie spot he wants to take me to. So I might go out once or twice this week, but I feel a little guilty fishing at night when I know I'm going to be gone for two weeks fishing in the, you know, in the next month. So yeah, yeah. if I go, I'm certainly going to bring the boys and, uh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, my son, Mike owns 125 acres and he and his wife, Erica and I are, are doing green acres and trying to become farmers and all of that. My son, Mike is funnier than hell. He's very talented. He's always got his fingers into everything. He, I don't know how he sleeps or when he sleeps. I talked to him yesterday, maybe the day before, and he was on his way down two hours, two or three hours from here to go buy a grain bin. And I don't know how you find a grain bin on Marketplace or something. I don't know. I'm and sure I, there's farmers groups. And I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there are. But and I, they're pretty big, 20 feet by 30 feet in diameter. I think they might be round, right? Yeah. So he's going to go down and buy one of these things, but he's got to take it apart. I said, how are you going to take it apart? I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out when we get down. He's got a couple of buddies going down with him. How are you getting it back? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so he said he goes, before he goes down there, uh, he, the farmer convinces him to buy all five. <laughs> Mike was considering buying two to, uh, get you know, a better deal than one and maybe use both yeah. of those. But the farmer said, if you buy two, buy three, I'll give you the other two. I don't know. So Mike's got to haul five grain bins back and not even know how they come apart. I forgot to ask him how it, how it went, but he, well, he's, he's got the tools, man. He could probably cut them apart with a, with a torch and just, you know, pack it up. He's pretty, he's pretty, pretty creative. Hey, I'm, I'm excited about our second guest. Melissa Bachman. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's been on um, at least once a year the last four or five, six, seven oh, years. It's been longer than that. Yeah. We've had her on since the beginning. What I love about Melissa is I see her at almost every show outdoor show I go to, whether it's game fair or whatever deer and turkey classic. She's always there. She's always working, and she's always super nice and remembers me. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, Good you know what me. I mean. I don't have to be like, hey, it's Mark. Remember, I yeah. interview you every year. She always knows. And we always talk, and she's just so friendly. So cool. glad to have her on. Yeah, she's with uh, uh, Winchester Deadly Passion. It's her show on the Sportsman's Channel, so we'll have her on at 640. Going to be right back with Mark's guest. Yeah, Jerry Wilson from Long-Legged North Lake Lodge. Checking in with the four outdoorsmen. Find them at mybobcountry.com under the weekend tab. Call to Zeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional AC repair at your West Metro or Wright County home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your AC goes out on a hot summer day. Don't sweat over a unit that's on the fritz. Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any AC system and can get your cool air flowing again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your AC goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it's too late. DazealHVAC.com. If you love the outdoors and haven't stepped into Capra's on Highway 65 in Blaine, here's what you can expect. It has a huge gun shop loaded with specialty ammo and one of the best gunsmiths in the state. It has a complete archery shop with a 20-yard range on site. 
It has all the fishing tackle, rods, and electronics you could possibly need. To top it off, the employees are experts with decades of experience. Go check it out and say hi to Sam, Capra's Outdoors. Hey, Balsam Beach Resort would make it on a 10-acre pond because Clint and Patty worked their butts off to make sure of it. In fact, Clint and Patty were voted Resorters of the Year a couple of years back. But the 2,500 acres of the Serene Lake Plantagenet, that's a big draw. Walleyes and panfish, mm, there's plenty of them. But musky fishing is as good as it gets. Last year, a high school kid caught two different 50-plus-inch muskies on back-to-back days on Lake Plantagenet. It's only five miles south of Bemidji. That's Balsam Beach Resort. Lancaster summer extravaganza presented by Burkhan Outdoors is celebrating its 7th annual event September 14th through the 16th on the Winstock grounds near Winstead, Minnesota. Hook up the ice house and join us for a weekend packed with vendors, seminars, a live trout pond, music, barbecue, and more. Check out new model ice castles from Smoky Hills Outdoor Store. Live music by Slamabama and Cindy Joe Music. Sponsored by AZZ Galvanizing, Cats Covers, and Security Bank and Trust. Tickets and information at LancastleSummerFest.com. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with a combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. Upgrade your summer fun and save big with Power Lodge Power Sale. For a limited time, save up to $3,500 on select aluminum and fiberglass fishing boats from brands like Alumacraft, Smokercraft, and Triton. Save up to $21,000 on select new Godfrey and Bennington pontoons. Hit the trails this summer with the new CF Moto Z4 side-by-side starting at $99.99. Hit the lakes and trails in style this summer. The Power Lodge Power Sale going on now. Not all brands carried in all locations. Visit or call your local Power Lodge for more details. Minnesota's largest outdoor event returns for its 42nd year, Game Fair. Check out dozens of hunting, fishing, and dog training seminars. Visitors can see more than 300 exhibitors, plus enjoy games for dogs and youth. Test the latest equipment and enjoy the world-famous Duck and Goose Calling Contest. Game Fair runs two weekends, rain or shine, August 11th, 12th, and 13th, and August 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Armstrong Ranch in Ramsey. See details at GameFair.com. Arrowhead Outdoors, Ely, Minnesota's oldest and only full-time bait and tackle store, invites you to be part of the Ely's 42nd Annual Blueberry Art Festival. I tell you what, I've been there many, many times. It runs for three days next weekend. That's July 28th through the 30th. There's going to be 270 artists and crafters, tons of food, kids' activities, uh, and, of course, blueberry pie. I tell you what, Ely's Blueberry Festival is, is really a must at least one time for your family. And make sure you visit... Chris and Steve at Arrowhead Outdoors, right down the street. That's Arrowhead Outdoors, EliMinnesota.com. Hey, Devil's Lake, North Dakota is not only about fishing. Summer brings with it something to do for everyone, and 2023 is no exception. Festivals and entertainment all summer long, and the ever popular Rib Fest with live music coming up on July 22. Visit one of the top five fisheries in the country and check out everything else there is to do by visiting Devil's Lake. ND.com. Hey, bring your fishing rod, bring your family. That's Devil's Lake, North Dakota. 
Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Some days I feel so down I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org. Sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. All right, we're back. Everybody, Screwman here, the four outdoorsman, every Sunday at 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. And right after us, hey, listen to Mark and the boys on Real Talk Outdoors. I'll tell you what, my buddy Mark, uh, Mark Lukey here next to me, he's got somebody who's, who's going to be his guest tonight. Yeah, Jerry Wilson, are you on, on the line, buddy? Yeah, yes, you bet. Awesome. Well, the reason I called is because I'm coming up there August 8th, and I've never been there, so we just wanted to say hi introduce ourselves and why don't you tell us a little bit about long-legged north lake lodge all right sure enough what do you like to know well um first of all how's the fishing going up there and what can i expect to catch well it's uh it's quite the walleye factory uh walleyes are prevalent throughout the chain uh northern pike uh lake trout too and also muskies, uh, four different species of muskie. I read on your so, web website that the Ontario record for tiger muskie was caught there. Is that true? Yeah, the, uh, the lake is famous for its uh, tiger muskies, which is a hybrid. It's a cross between a northern pike and a barred muskie. Nice. <clears throat> and it kind of happens, happens naturally. That, that, that's fantastic. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I I I want to try it. So, I've never fished your lake before. Do you um Do you have guides available, or how do we book a guide on yes, our trip? I, I have yes, I've got two guides that are on staff at all times. Okay. Uh, for the guys, for the guys that want one, for sure. Awesome. For do sure. we need to book that ahead of time, or can we just go up there and and secure one or two of them? Uh, well, I like to ha- I like to have a notice, you know, uh, so we don't double book. Right. That kind of a thing, but. Uh, uh, sure enough. It's, uh, yeah, just let me know, and, and we'll get you fixed up. That's fantastic. So the reason I'm a, a little bit nervous is because I've gone to fly-in camps with my dad for my entire life um, over the last 25, 30 years. I've never gone to one where you don't have to bring all the stuff that I'm used to bringing, like food, and because we chose your resort partly because 
you have food and boats and everything for us. Um, Everything's provided, yeah. What should I be packing, really? What should I be packing for a five-day trip? Well, you want to bring your personal items. Yep. uh, And your fishing tackle. And basically, uh, you don't need any camping equipment or anything like that. We provide the rest. That that sounds awesome to me. Now, tell me, Jerry, my uh, the reason why I picked your place is because I think my dad went with his cousin maybe 10 years ago, and they said they had a great time, really loved uh, the place and caught a lot of fish. So how long have you been, how long have you owned a resort? I, I believe your is your home base in Minnesota, or where, where are you based out of? And uh, tell us about your journey of owning an Ontario fishing resort. Uh, well, uh, I started this business, or I took over, I should say, back in uh, 1998. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... It's almost, what, 24 years now I've been in the business. Um, It's just uh, the fishery, due to conservation, the fishery gets better all the time. uh, uh, Just uh, phenomenal walleye fishing. Uh, Our biggest complaint is we can't find anything small enough to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, since you're making me meals, I'll catch big ones all day, so that's not a problem. (laughs) Sure. But they're out there. You just got to move around a little bit. Uh, right. Seems like every rock pile out on the lake, and it, it's a high structure lake. Uh, lots right. of rock reefs and uh, drop-offs and things like that. Weed beds. Uh, so it, uh, it's a whole spectrum of uh, of technique, uh, so to speak. Uh, and uh, everything seems to be working. There you go. So, uh, do you replace a lot of lower units then because of people hitting rocks? Uh, well, we spend uh, a whole week uh, when we open, and we throw marker buoys on all these nice. reefs. And, uh, of course, that marks uh, fishing spots, too. But basically, we do that for our guest safety mm-hmm. and uh, and to save our bottom ends, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you, earlier in the show I talked about, I, I broke my skeg out in the water with my family today. And uh, I promise not to do that to any of your boats. I'll be very careful. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my buddy Strew's got some questions for you. Hey, Jerry, Steve, okay. Steve Strusinski here. Th- thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. How did you get in, when you when you got into this game in 1998 or so? How did you determine where you were going to go, and how did you decide on Long-Legged Lake as compared to the other 800,000 lakes up there? Well, uh, honestly, I flew into this lake back in 1971, and uh, a friend of mine was interested in buying a Canadian fishing resort, and uh, so we talked to a realtor. There was many for sale, and uh, after uh, a period of time, I told the realtor I, I really hadn't seen anything that I was interested in. And he mentioned Long-Legged Lake. And uh, and it rang a bell, because I had fished it before. Uh, it, back in 71, it was phenomenal fishing, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I said, well, it's, uh, I've been there before. Let's go take a peek. And uh, that's how it all started. Good for you, man. Congratulations. That takes a lot of guts to do that. We're talking with Jerry Wallison with uh, North Lake Lodge on Long-Legged Lake, way up there in western Ontario someplace, I believe. How did uh, how many acres is Long Legged Lake? Uh, some crazy Frenchman, I think. <laughs> I, basically, it's a chain of lakes 
uh, it's not really uh, immense. Uh, it's only 17,000 acres. Um, so it's one small lake, <laughs> excuse me, that uh, flows into the next, and uh, the, the very southern part of the lake flows into the English River system. Uh, so it's, you can always see the shoreline, uh, and every, seems like every portion of the lake has its own personality. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm looking at some of your cabins right now. My Lord, they are perfectly maintained. As long as these photographs don't lie, this is, it's a beautiful, beautiful resort. And, of course, it's way out in the middle of nowhere. Um, Serenity is the name of the game. How did COVID affect you guys over the last couple of years? Uh, well, during the, uh, 19, or 2020 and 21, uh, COVID shut us down. Yeah. And uh, that was a couple of tough years. Uh, in uh, 22, uh, they had major floods in the area, and all the roads washed out. Uh, so it was a third year uh, without actually fishing the, the chain. Wow. And uh, it's, uh, it's unbelievable what three years of rest will do. I mean, that's uh, that terrific fishing. Terrific. I bet. I have I have some more logistical questions for you, Jerry. Um, so on, on your brochure, it says to call you when we're in Ear Falls. Is that correct? And you'll give us directions from there? Yes. Um, we're, we're out of Ear Falls about 50 miles. Okay. And it's, uh, it is a gravel road. Yep. The, uh, uh, we have a boat landing because we're a boat in Lodge. Okay. Uh, but they, our guests drive to our parking lot. Uh, we're there to meet them and load whatever they're bringing in, uh, or if they're bringing a boat, we'll we'll help them launch the boat on our at our launch, and uh, it's about a 20-minute boat ride into the into the lodge. That's fantastic. I, I think you're a little spoiled there when you said 17,000 acres. That is a monster lake around me, so uh, there'll be well, there'll be plenty of water for for us to fish. That's for sure. Yeah, well, it's it's a long-legged lake, all right. <laughs> now, um, you provide boats for us. Do, do they come with electronics and everything, or should we bring a portable yeah. electronics? Uh, all our boats come with sonar. Yeah. Uh, your nets, your paddle, anything you might need. Uh, so uh, safety kits, they're all included. Everything is included on the boat. Um, all of it except your fishing tackle. Yep. And your personal item, and that's about it. Well, I'll tell you, Jerry, I'm so excited to not have to pack so much stuff and just throw my fishing stuff and some clothes and and uh, go have at it. So I'm, I'm really excited uh, to check out your place. Drew, do you have another question? Yeah, Jerry, are you guys open in the winter as well? Uh, no, no, we're seasonal here. Uh, we uh, come mid-September the, or the third week in September, uh, we're closing down. Uh, and uh, we are very, very remote, and uh, this place belongs to God and the timber wolves in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, where, and where does that leave you and Mrs. Wallace, and where do you go in the winter? Uh, well, basically, we live in southern Minnesota. Uh, on, we're a farm community. Uh, that's what I did before I did this. Mm -hmm. uh, corn and soybean farmer. Uh, my sons have taken over that project, and... Uh, I've just moved on, and uh, so we kind of take it easy in the winter time and and uh, enjoy the snow. There you go. That's awesome. What what town in southern Minnesota are you nearby? 
I'm from Dodge Center, Minnesota. Okay. And, uh, and that's about 20 miles west of Rochester, okay. Minnesota. The Med City, they call it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure some people from your hometown will be listening. We do have an affiliate in Rochester, so... Uh, okay. Say hi to the to the fam and the farm if they're listening. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> do. All right, Jerry. Well, I got to tell you, I'm so excited to come see you and see your place, and uh, I can't wait to catch some fish. And and when I catch a new record for Ontario, you got to come on again and talk about it. Okay. Okay, sounds good. All sounds right, good. we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks a lot, Jerry. All right, all right. Drive uh, have safe travels, will you? All right, we will. We'll I right, take soon. care, sir. Okay. You bet. Right. Mark and I were talking off air a little bit. Um, yeah, you guys, this is going to be a trip for you and the old man. I'll yeah. tell you what. I, I don't think I could drive 500 miles in the car with my wife, much less my dad. <laughs> and, no, uh, I think it's an eight- or nine-hour drive, so we're going to do it all in one go. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, on the eighth, drive, stay up, and then we're going to have five days of fishing. So I, I'm glad I talked to Jerry. That makes me feel I, I'm a kind of guy that likes to know what's happening and, and doesn't like surprises. Yes, as you I know. know. I know. And so I've never done anything where it's a boat in situation or you don't have to bring food or you don't have to bring a ton of stuff. So I am excited to just bring clothes and tackle. And and uh, I wonder what he means by personal items. I wonder if I have to bring my booze in. I don't know. I think so. Probably. Yeah. But you can't. I don't think, still, you can't drink in a boat in Canada, can you? You can't. Uh, you can have one at shore lunch, I believe. So um, that's kind of a gray area, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, so you're uh, saying that rule gets broken Every once time in a while. I bring a beer on the boat, I think I'm going to have a couple, but then I'm too busy doing stuff that, you know, usually I don't drink a whole lot. But yeah. um, I'm, I'm excited, and I, I hope that uh, my dad's happy with it, and we'll see. You know, how old is dad about? He's, he's 82. Yeah. And this might, you know, this might be the last one. You never, you never know. know. You, never, you know. never know. And he's still hanging in there doing well, and I'm excited for you guys. It sounds like one heck of a trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be fun, and, and uh, it sounds like fish are easy to catch. That's, a, that's the highest pressure thing for me. Like when I take my dad or I take the boys is you want to catch fish, right? You want them to have a good time. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure for me. You know, it's like you, you never know if you're doing the right thing. But, right. hey, if, if I have to boat out to a reef and jig and catch fish, that's, a, that's all I can ask for. Yeah, good for you. Are you all set, buddy? We're going to be right back with Melissa Bachman. She's one of our favorite. Listen to Total Country Bob FM anytime, anywhere, online at mybobcountry.com. Thanks to Aurora Asphalt and Concrete. Go to aurora-asphalt.com for a free, quick estimate. Have you ever dreamed of catching a 30-inch plus walleye? Hi, this is Brad Jware, owner of openwatertrolling.com. My partner Kay Howley and I are hosting a three-day summer walleye workshop in late August on Lake The Million. You'll learn how to find and catch trophy walleyes while trolling deep-diving crankbaits in large open basins. You'll even spend part of the day with a guide showing you this technique. Learn more and register now for the Summer Wally Workshop on the Vermilion Dam Lodge website, vdl.com. Yes, that's vdl.com. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. 
To think that 30 years ago, Devils covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres. And that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten in possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devils Lake as often as we can. Devils Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit DevilsLakeND.com. And thanks. If you love the outdoors and haven't stepped into Capra's on Highway 65 in Blaine, here's what you can expect. It has a huge gun shop loaded with specialty ammo and one of the best gunsmiths in the state. It has a complete archery shop with a 20-yard range on site. It has all the fishing tackle, rods, and electronics you could possibly need. To top it off, the employees are experts with decades of experience. Go check it out and say hi to Sam, Capra's Outdoors. A Balsam Beach Resort is just five miles south of Bemidji. Not just to fish, but completely enjoy a memorable family experience. Sure, multi-species fishing on beautiful Lake Plantagenet is superb. But with the heated pool, all the lakeshore water toys, basketball court, bonfires at night, Balsam Beach Resort is a must. Patty and Clint, they work their butts off to make sure that the cabins and grounds are spotless and your guests are going to make memories and they're going to last a lifetime. Trust Strewman on this one. Check out BalsamBeachResort.com. Blackfish Gear has the apparel you need for all of your outdoor adventures. From rain gear with industry-leading fabric technology to ensure you stay dry in the wettest conditions, to UPF sun protection apparel that keeps you cool and your skin protected on the hottest days. And for those cool and blustery days, our soft shell gear will keep you warm and comfortable with the combination of premium fleece and a windproof and weather-resistant outer layer. You can't choose the weather, but you can choose how to dress for it. Choose Blackfish Gear. Learn more at blackfishgear.com. It's a privilege to be able to brag about Arrowhead Outdoors of Ely every week. It's the oldest bait store in Ely. Arrowhead is Ely's largest provider of live bait with a huge selection of tackle, camping, and hunting supplies. And there's a very good chance you're going to walk out of that store knowing you've met two new, very helpful friends. You're pulling a trailer? Arrowhead Outdoors offers every customer off-street parking, and that's rare in Ely, Minnesota. Hey, tell Chris and Steve you were sent by the four outdoorsmen. Go catch a few fish. Arrowhead Outdoors, EliMN.com. Upgrade your summer fun and save big with Power Lodge Power Sale. For a limited time, save up to $3,500 on select aluminum and fiberglass fishing belts from brands like Alumacraft, Smokercraft, and Triton. Save up to $21,000 on select new Godfrey and Bennington pontoons. Hit the trails this summer with the new CF Moto Z4 side by side starting at $99.99. Hit the lakes and trails in style this summer. The Power Lodge Power Sale going on now. Not all brands carried in all locations. Visit or call your local Power Lodge for more details. Lancaster's Summer Extravaganza presented by Burkhan Outdoors is celebrating its 7th annual event September 14th through the 16th on the Winstock Grounds near Winstead, Minnesota. Hook up the ice house and join the party. Tickets and information at LancasterSummerFest.com. Right, we're back for outdoorsmen. Strewman here, Mark, Lukey, Brandon. We have a special guest that we have ah, probably once a year, maybe twice a year, once in a while. Melissa Bachman, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you guys for having me. I sure appreciate it. Well, how are you, young lady? I've been doing very well, just uh, keeping a very busy summer and certain planning for fall. So it's been great. My buddy, Mark Lukey, who 
you know as well as you know anybody because he said every time I go to a sports show, I see her. She just she must work twenty four hours a day. So I think where did you guys see, see each other, Mark? Was it Northwest uh, Sports Show or something? It must have been the uh, Outdoor News Deer and Turkey Show, or it used to be Outdoor News. Now it's just the Deer and Turkey yeah. Show. But um, yeah, I just mentioned how um, it's lovely every time I see you. Every place, every time I go to a sporting show because we're in the same business, <laughs> I see you mm-hmm. and you're working hard. Usually, usually in the wildlife research booth, and you're just so friendly, and you always have a smile. And um, I've gotten to know a lot of people in the outdoors, and and you are top top notch as far as friendliness. And uh, you actually remember who I am, and that's a big bonus for me. <laughs> he's, well, I sure appreciate the kind words. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa, Melissa, he's about six four. You're not going to forget him, I don't think. He might even be <laughs> taller than that. By the way, we should sing happy birthday to you, right? July seventeenth was your birthday, right? That is correct. Yes, it was. It just happened. Yeah, well, congratulations. So what did the old man get you for your birthday present? Uh, well, Jackson Ben went out and got me some flowers and a candle, so that was pretty nice of him. That's good <laughs> enough. We're talking with Melissa Bachman, of course, with Winchester Deadly Passion on Sportsman's Channel, and uh, every Sunday morning at 1030 here, I think, is what it is. You've been really, really busy. I, 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 I don't have the Sportsman's Channel on, but I catch all your old stuff when it comes back around, and I love I, I frankly I don't like it because I get hooked. You know what I'm talking about, Mark? We all do. Oh yeah, that. oh and, yeah. And you go down the rabbit hole of oh, you watch one, man. And you, watch you look at one, one of her shows. You got to watch the next. You got to watch the next. And I just love what you do. So how are things going with with Winchester Deadly Passion? You've been really really busy doing some traveling. Yeah, you know we had a really really busy spring. Um, we did a lot of turkey hunting. In my opinion, we live in some of the best turkey hunting country in 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 the whole area. Um, we just have phenomenal turkey hunting, and we actually had a little girl, Bella, uh, right in the middle mm-hmm. between coyote hunting and turkey hunting. The week I had her, we had done both. We were out thermaling at night, and then we were turkey hunting, and a day later, um, Bella arrived. So I'm pretty thankful she did not come in the field when we are in the middle of nowhere out coyote <laughs> 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 Melissa, Mark uh, here. So and that uh, That's funny. Uh, I know you have a young boy, too. How old is he now? He's got to be like four or five probably, huh? Yep, Jax is four, and he was able to shoot his second turkey this year. He wow. shot one at three and a half, and then this year at four and a half. And I have never seen a kid develop into such a good hunter. I mean, he's come with us his whole life. Since he was a year and a half, he was right there with us. But it's amazing. If you take your kids along, how fast they pick up on things. And, you know, what a great hunter they really can become by just putting in that time, answering the questions. Um, you know, he's a big, big talker. But we've got it where he can keep pretty quiet in the field, so that's amazing. One of the things I again, if, this is Melissa Bachman, of course, with with uh, Winchester Deadly Passion. And if you get a chance, and you if you haven't followed her, do so. You're going to fall in love with this young lady. And uh, but one of the one of the shows I saw, I'm sure it was more that you do it more often than once. You had pork chop with you when you were, were you hunting. What were you hunting? You were turkeys and then, then wild, wild boar, I think. She had her dog in, in think, the blind. <laughs> I take pork chop with me all the time. In fact, before I had kids, pork chop came with me all the time, and I really used it as a way to show people, like, you know, you might think hunting is hard with kids or this and that. I trained my little dog. She's a Boston Terrier. She's by no means a hunting dog, but she has been there on so many adventures. I brought her to Alaska hunting black bear. Um, I've brought her all over, and she hangs out in the blind all day. In fact, when we're antelope hunting and it gets hot, I bring a cooler full of ice and then put her blanket on top of a bed of ice. And then in the winter, when it's really cold, I bought her electric heated blankets, 
so I can wrap her up and she can stay warm. So um, it just makes it fun. You know, for me, I'm on the road so many days a year. Yeah. I just wanted to have a little companion with me. I don't have a big crew that goes along. It's usually myself, my dog, and the cameraman. And um, sometimes, you know, for all these shows, it's just pork chop and I. So it just makes it fun. And I try to remind people, you know, you don't always have to take everything so serious. You can still be a great hunter, um, but enjoy it. Have fun out there and that's kind of what I've had pork chop kind of show people is that you can have fun and, and not take it so serious all the time. I was really impressed. Go ahead, Mark. Well, why not take the people and the animals you love with you when you do things you love? Now, terriers are not known to be quiet dogs. How, <laughs> how do you keep pork chop quiet when, you know, you're stalking an elk or something? Um, well, what I've done is I've trained her. So she goes on a leash and that leash is connected to my belt loop. Okay. So that's how we do it. The only real issue is if we see a squirrel um, because she is that terrier in her cannot leave squirrels alone. So you just literally cross your fingers that there's not a squirrel spotted anything else. She completely contains herself. And it was all, you know, I'm no dog trainer by any sort, but since she was a tiny little pup on that show you were talking about in Texas, um, that was the first show she ever came with me, was able to shoot a hog and an axis here. And I just kept her in my coat. I shot, and the moment I shot, I gave her treats, and we went running out of the blind and made it fun for her. So she's just always been a very treat-motivated dog, and that's how we get through stuff. Well, I tell you what, that's really, really impressive. I still, I think it's the same show we're talking about right now. I love everything you do with the photography and the editing. is, is it's, it's just mesmerizing to me. I, I, I can't comprehend how much work you have to go through to do all of it. You don't just do the hunt. I think you produce yourself, you edit your own things. That's a special young lady. But I know you started that early in your career. But the show I think we're talking about was called Something About Family Tradition. And the reason <laughs> that sticks with me, not only because of Pork Chop, if it's the same show, is that you talked about how you started and what a tradition it was when you were little kids with your dad. As a matter of fact, your dad was talking in this episode and you started, and he started, and Grandpa started with the same gun that I started with, the Winchester 3030. And, uh, and it, it was just a great episode, and it was pretty emotional to me. But talk about that episode, would you? Yeah, you know, um, my dad had this old 3030 that's been passed down for generations, and I thought, you know, what a perfect gun to go out to do a hunt with and to spend that time. My dad and I spent time at the range and hearing the stories, and it was really kind of emotional for him, too. Yeah. Um, I was never able meet his dad um, my grandpa he passed away before I was born but my dad said you know he to this day he would just be so impressed to know that you work with Winchester because he was a Winchester guy through and through and you know it's just kind of neat to know those family stories and and it's way more than hunting you know it really is those bonds in the field and spending that time together and having those memories you know that's things we'll never forget you know, that had to be, and you went hog hunting with that thirty thirty Winchester, and that had to be a little strange for you, I think, because you've done a lot of things like, you know, the brown bear and, and the, the elk and the moose and everything in Alaska with, with bigger, bigger rifles, and all of a sudden you put a thirty thirty in your hand with no scope. Was that difficult to get used to? It was different. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, I'm used to having, you know, a very nice rusty scope on things, this and that. But I think it's good to remember to kind of get back to some of the, the earlier traditions. And, you know, you just are very, you figure out what's that gun and what you can do, right? So you're not taking those long shots. You're just making the shots you're taking really count and being aware of it. 
And I think that's so important for everyone because whatever those limitations are, whether they're your physical limitations, um, a limitation from the gun, the ammo, whatever it may be, you just got to know what you can do so you can, you know, take that game and do it ethically. And we just had a wonderful time, and it was a, a great Great gun to take down there, and we got a lot of hogs and had a lot of fun. Good for you. Well, Melissa, I want to give my personal shout-out to Winchester. Um, my first deer gun was also a Winchester 30-30 lever action, and my shotgun is an SX-3. And now I work for uh, Ron Shera, and we do the flush, and we're sponsored by fancy gun companies that cost a lot more than uh, my SX-3 does. But I can tell you I can I can shoot with any of them with my SX-3, and it's my do-everything shotgun. So props to your friends at Winchester. They make great firearms. Yeah, they really do. We actually took them down on a dove hunt down in Argentina, and they begged me to sell them my gun (laughs) 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 for the group we were with, and they never jammed one time in Mm -hmm. all that shooting. And they said, you know, every type of gun that we have down here always jams up on people, and these ones didn't. Can you leave these with us? <laughs> and I said, you know, I could work something out, but according to customs, boy, I'm going to have a lot of trouble at the border if I don't come yeah. back with those same guns. Oh, guns. that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, you're not allowed to not have them when you fly back. Oh, yeah, I left all my guns down here. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I think that's uh, strictly prohibited. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. I think you live in South Dakota, right? Yes, I live in South Dakota. And you beca- you'll be coming to the well, the state of Min- the beautiful state of Minnesota, going up to uh, northern Minnesota here sometime this week for the 2023 Bull Fest, I think. Uh, have you ever been to the Bull Fest before? It's something that I've never participated in. Yes, I really enjoy Bull Fest every year. Um, I don't know how many years we've been there, four or five years, something like that. And we just have such a great time. And it's a nice place for families, for kids, for everybody to be able to come to get together they've got great music tons of these 3d archery courses all over Um, people can camp there you can stay in town they've got cabins and it's just a fun really a laid-back environment that really makes it nice and um, we always enjoy it my husband and i go year after year and it's something i look forward to plus it's in the middle of the summer when not a lot of other things are necessarily going on so it makes it fun about three weeks ago maybe we had the gentleman who was in charge of this and i forget his name but, and then I looked it up, of course, and I've heard about it before. Uh, I've never really bow hunted or anything, and uh, I think, and for what, what it costs. What do cost, you mean you never bow hunted? Uh, I've, I've, You've shot in a deer with a recurve. Well, that was when I was 20 years in old. In the 70s or and whatever. It was, and it was running. Uh, so you're I, like, you know, Fred Bear. You're, you're the original <laughs> You're the original guy. Uh, I'll, I'll get back into that game. Anyway, so we, uh, uh, when we found out how much it cost per day is like only like $60 per day or something like that, and then they have shuttles from hotels in Cloquet or somewhere to the Bullfest and all the events and the music. Every night is a different band out there. I think it would be an absolute riot. It really is, and they have a lot of fun people. Michael Waddell will, there and will be there. He always puts on performances with his kids. You know, there's just people hanging out all over. Um, Driven TV, Pat and Nicole are there. Yep. Um, uh, Nate Hosey is going to be there. A bunch of different people. And like I said, it's just a really fun environment. And I think this year on Thursday they're having Hairball. And they're a cover band that we saw probably two, three years ago. Just an awesome band. They really put on a great performance. And they've got good bands every night. So, you know, if people are looking for something fun to do for the weekend, you can take the whole family, go by yourself, whatever it may be. It really is worth it. Yeah. 
Now, Melissa, do you shoot the course? And if you do, do you feel a little pressure to outshoot some of these other celebrities that are in town? Uh, no, I shoot the course every year. Um, we always do, but they never really do any type of competition type things. Um, the thing about the courses is it's almost like golf, right? So you've got a group in front of you, maybe a group behind you, and you just kind of go through. And it's, it's not super structured, so it's not like you have to have a specific time. You just go to the start of the course and you hop in line and get going. So, so no, I guess I've never felt any pressure. But, um, you know, maybe some year we'll do something like that. But um, for now, it's just all fun. And, and, you know, sometimes we even get to shoot with other people. The best thing there is that you meet people, right? Oh, yeah. um, I've been with some people. Um, a girl, she just got married at the same location. Ooh. And we were invited to the wedding. And she's <laughs> someone that I met through Bowfest. And they actually stop at our house every year on their way to Sturgis. So, you know, it's just fun, the, the people you meet, and it's people you always be friends with in a great group. Yeah. You know, we talked about, we're talking about Bullfest, and uh, it's coming up this Thursday in Superior, Wisconsin, I believe is where it is. But anyway, you're going to be doing some seminars, little things like that for these folks up there as well. One thing I want to be, I'm interested in, you're going to do something called a, a novelty shoot. What is a novelty shoot? Well, they have different things. So at the novelty shoot, what they've had in the past, is there steel steel targets, um, and then you've got just a little center, right? So what happens is a lot of people end up breaking arrows on it, but if you hit um, where you need to and you don't break your arrow, then you get a ticket into a basket, and then you win some really great prizes. Oh, so fun. Uh, they got all different, you know, fun things. The one thing I'd recommend to everyone is make sure you bring plenty of arrows. <laughs> and if you run out, um, there are people probably selling arrows there. Oh, yeah. um, but that is one thing um, I have gone through quite a bit in the past. My husband, and I think everybody else, you are going to lose a couple arrows along the way. Was, a couple of years ago, we had somebody involved with uh, with the Bullfest as well. I forget yep. his name as well. He did, he did the the music gig out in Detroit Lakes mm-hmm. or something. I forget his name. Anyway, so... Uh, uh, he said his wife won some kind of contest out there that shot a bow. The distance was 200 yards, and she hit the target at 200 yards. I can't picture that. Is that actually possible? Yeah, so they have an area out there. Um, it's called the, it's at the back 40, they call it. And um, they also have these steel targets um, where at various distances, I know there's 100 yards. I think there might be. I think you're correct. I think there's a 200-yard. Um, and what it is, is then you get chances at that. And if you hit that, then you get to put your ticket in the bucket. And obviously there's not many people who, who are able to make that shot. Yeah. And then you kind of, um, they pull a name out of the hat on the last day, and then they win some really great prizes. It's amazing to see how much gear they give away. And if you're feeling up for it or you got enough arrows, um, you can definitely get in and get after that. I personally do not have a 200-yard pin. Um, I guess maybe some people come more prepared, but that is not a shot I normally yeah, take. Funny. So I'd be right with you. I, uh, I, I'm not sure I'll be uh, wasting arrows on that uh, one. Melissa Bachman, <laughs> we've got to wrap this up in about a minute or so. So I'll tell you what, let's talk a little bit for a second about Fleet Farm. You're going to be here next week, I think, uh, or in a week or two, and visiting all the Fleet Farms around the Twin City area, doing seminars and whatnot. What's happening there? Yes, so what I'm doing is I'm going store to store. I'm hitting two stores a day. Um, I'm hitting 10 stores in five days, and I've got a seminar tour that will be going on. And what it is is I come into the store, I do a seminar, do a meet-and-greet, a second seminar, another meet-and-greet, and and then I go on to the next spot. But what's cool is at every location I give away a $1,000 gift basket, plus everyone that comes gets a free 
active cam bottle of lure from Wildlife Research Center. So if you're near a fleet farm where I'm going to be, stop in during the times, and I'd love to see you, and you'll probably be walking home with a lot of free gear. I plan on doing that. Melissa Bachman, of course, Winchester, Deadly Passion, every Sunday morning at 1030 in the Twin Cities here, 1130, or Eastern time I think is what it is. But anyway, thanks again for joining us on The 4 Outdoorsman. You're always full of energy <laughs> and uh, lots of information. So good luck to you the rest of the summer. Be safe, and I'll try to meet you at one of the, uh, the fleet farms just in, a, in a week or so. Sounds great. Well, I look forward to it. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, take care, young lady. That's a great lady. Yeah, boy, she's, she's uh, best in the biz, man. She, she works hard. She just might be because she really is all over the place. So you have to give her a lot of credit. Yep. You know, she was a, a pole vault champion in mm-hmm. high school. You know that? So she's, I remember. She's yeah. got some kind of athletic background as well. Uh, thanks to Melissa Bachman and thanks to uh, Jerry Wilson from Longlegged North Lake Lodge. Are you excited? You're, you're I'm excited. excited. I'll uh, I'll give a report on Wiley when I get back in two weeks. Yeah. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you guys soon. I'll spend the week cleaning up all the debris in my yard. And this Saturday, I'll be going to Swanville, Minnesota, uh, working with the kids, uh, the fishing group from Habit Outdoors. I'm looking forward to that. Take care. Have a great week. Be safe, everybody. My buddy Mark's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.